Welcome to Commercial Property Podcast. My name is Helen Tarrant. I'm an author, I am an educator, and I am a specialist commercial property bias agent. Now, in this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you specialist strategies and terminologies and live case studies on how you too can achieve financial freedom through commercial property. Now, if you are looking to buy your first commercial property, want to find out more information to see if commercial property is right for you, or you want to expand your portfolio to two or three commercial properties or even more, then this is the podcast for you. I will be sharing with you live case studies, the journey of my clients and students, and also how we're putting deals together. So relax, listen in and enjoy the process. So welcome to this episode, the freestanding versus strata commercial question. What do you need to know? This is value-packed listening. It's an important differentiator episode with Helen explaining freestanding property versus strata property and the pros and cons of each. Find out which type of commercial property structure is right for you as there are different reasons why you would want to own a strata titled property or a freestanding property. Helen also goes deeper into how to work out your growth position and your cash flow position on comparing two property scenarios. There are lots of valuable insights you've probably never even considered on your investing research journey so listen in. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Property Roadshow. You're here with Helen Tarrant. Now, one of the things I want to talk about and one of the things that um, hasn't been talked about in a lot of videos is actually strata versus freestanding properties. So I get a lot asked a lot of questions. Should I buy a property in strata, which is a property that is owned as um, a lot? Usually, if you think of apartments, um, that's what usually strata is. So part of a body corporate. Or should I buy a property that is freestanding? Um, what are the pros and cons of each. So today in this video, I want to explain to you the different pros and cons of each. And um, it, and look, there's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. And for each different property or different strategy, there is actually um, different reasons why you would own a strata property versus a freestanding property. So I'm going to outline that for you today. So let's have a look at strata. What exactly is strata? So strata is part of a body corporate. So think about when you buy a unit or an apartment in residential, that's what essentially you are buying in commercial except it could be a shop front, um, it could be an office space, or it could be small format warehousing. So it could be any of those and it's part of a complex. So if you're buying a retail shop or an office space, it could be part of a big tall high rise in the middle of the city, or it could be part of strip of shops where you might only be on its own with three or four other shops, or you might have another level commercial above. If you're buying small warehouses, typically they can be anywhere from 200 square meters or even 60 or 70, 80 square meters to 400 square meters, but they might be part of a block of eight or 12 um, warehouses so you will share uh, common driveways and common areas so one of the big things about strata is that you share common driveways common areas and common facilities so instead of having your own facilities and sometimes you still might you know your own uh, your own toilets and kitchenettes but there's often communal facilities as well so in big office buildings you often don't get um, your own toilets but you might get one on each floor or two in each floor so that's where it differs and you pay a annual uh, fee which is divided into quarters uh, and it's a what they call a body corporate or strata fee and what that incorporates is an admin site and a sinking fund or what they call a maintenance fund so what that is is the admin funds pay for the running of the building so cleaning 
um, common area electricity, parking, um, you've got your security, uh, you might have some electric electricity, you might have some common water usage, all those things. The lifts, um, you know, fire for the building, for compliance, um, any of the big um, any of the big maintenance issues, so it might be roof that needs to be checked, um, gutters cleaned, maybe there's some landscaping and gardening. On top of that, you pay for your what we call a um, a uh, your maintenance or capital works fund, and what that capital works fund and maintenance fund is is actually for you to for all those capital works that might be up and coming. So there might be some waterproofing, there might be some cracks in the future, there might be some lift maintenance, um, there might be some roof issues. So what that is is accumulated over time. So you've got a large lump sum to actually fix it, so that you don't have to take extra money out of your pocket. So that's what strata is about. Now a well maintained run strata works just as effectively and works well. In, uh, just like a freestanding property. Now, why would someone buy strata versus a freestanding property, which for some people is like owning a house? So think of an apartment versus a house. Now, the thing is, if you want to buy into a metro area, the property prices and land prices are much, much higher. So you're unlikely to be able to get a, say, let's say a million dollars. Let's use a million dollars as a, uh, for as an example, you're unlikely to get a million dollar property um, in metro area like Sydney, Melbourne, sometimes in Brisbane, in central great locations where you know that it's rarely going to be untenanted, but also that you'll have good capital gains in the future. You're unlikely to get that without um, buying into a strata or body corporate. So you're not likely to get freestanding for a million dollars, but you might get an office space, maybe anywhere from 100 uh, square meters to maybe 150 or towards 200 square meters for it, but you're not likely to be able to buy a whole building on its own or a whole shop on its own. So it's part of that. And that's why you would buy it. You buy it because you actually can't, unless you're going up to about 5 million, buy a freestanding building. So. But you don't want to miss out on the capital gains. You don't want to miss out on the cash flow. And look, there is a good likelihood of getting a good solid tenant. So that's why you would invest in a strata property. And if you do your research and due diligence, the strata will run hands off, set and forget, just like you would a freestanding building. Now, for example, for some people, they don't want to buy a strata. So they want to buy a freestanding building, just like you would buy a house. Now, with freestanding buildings, it still has its own outgoings. Now, freestanding buildings have insurance. So you have to pay for the building insurance as a whole building. Um, if you have multiple tenants in there, sometimes if the building is two levels or three or four shops, you will have to pay for um, you will have to pay for a common area cleaning, uh, common area electricity, um, and obviously your roof maintenance and some general cleaning around the area as well. So there's still stuff to do, but you are just now managing it and having control of it yourself, or most of the time you give it to a property manager to manage. So that's the difference. But what you do have is the control of the whole property. You get to choose your tenants. Uh, if one tenant's leaving, you get to choose, no, I don't want that tenant because it doesn't mix with the other tenants. Um, I if I wanted to do an extension at the back, I can put a DA in. If there's more land, um, I can do more storage at the back, or I can create more warehouses, or I can go up a level. So it gives you more into to do in the future. But of course, those things will be, you know, needing capital costs. And it may be not something that you want to do right away. But it gives you that flexibility, which is why a lot of people seek for freestanding properties. Also, they know they don't have to get the consent of other owners in the building to be want to do something, right? So they're in total control, which is why they prefer a freestanding. 
handy. However, if you want to buy a property for a million dollars, then if and you want a freestanding property, you are not going to likely see that in metro. So you have to compromise and you have to buy in regional areas, which means we're looking at your fringe suburbs outside of Brisbane. Um, we're looking at regional Queensland. We're looking at regional New South Wales and regional Victoria. So um, if you are happy with that and you're happy with that's the compromise you have to make in order to be able to buy a freestanding building, then that's totally fine. There's no right or wrong answers. It's just your strategy behind it. Ideally, in a portfolio, you should have both. You should have metro properties and you should have also regional properties. So you should have freestanding as well as office spaces, uh, retail, as well as warehouse type properties. So if you are looking for a freestanding building, some of the keys to look for in freestanding buildings is actually capital works because you want to see what's coming up in the next 12 months that's immediately that's going to cost your cash flow of your first year because that's the key because often when you buy a freestanding building and in my experience no one has bought a freestanding building with multiple tenants with nothing to do there's at least usually a two to five percent worth of work to be done on that property now that doesn't mean you have to do it straight away some of them are not urgent but some of the things will require urgent attention so if you have a disgruntled tenant there will be things they want done that is that you need to do to keep them happy so that they keep renewing the lease they keep paying the rent and they keep taking care of your property and those things may include air conditioning they might include a coat of paint it might include that out in the common area there's certain things they want done at the front of their shop to make it look better it might be more cleaning um, for the common area toilets or it might be like, you know rubbish removal any of those things may not be running as efficiently before you bought it and they want it done properly and those things might start costing you some money uh, secondly, there might be some roof works, there might be some waterproofing issues, there might be some issues with the actual building you have to fix up. Now, then you might get a building that's totally fine, but there's often a time where you will need to spend some money on fixing it. Now, that just comes part and parcel of buying a freestanding building, um, especially a freestanding building in regional where there's going to be higher levels of wear and tear. So just be aware of that. So when you're going in there, what you're looking for in terms of freestanding is that, yes, it's probably going to give you, because it's in regional, uh, and it's going to give you more building and more actual value in bricks and mortar than you would a strata property in metro. It's probably going to give you a higher yield in terms of higher cash flow return um, than you would in a metro strata property. But it will require you to put in some capital works money. So if you're buying property for a million dollars, you might need to spend an extra anywhere between $20,000 to $50,000 on the property to make it really functioning well. And that may mean that the first year, your cash flow may not be uh, as good as it's projected because you're going to be using part of that rent and all money coming out of your own pocket to be able to pay for those upgrades on the property so that it runs functionally really well. Because one of the worst things that can happen in a commercial property is that you don't take care of it. If you don't take care of it and you just let time and you just let things go past, what will happen is that the property becomes really run down. It takes to a point where your tenant starts to vacate because they can't stand being in the property because you're doing absolutely nothing so you really got to keep up with your maintenance and that's one of the big downsides for having a freestanding building because there's always constantly something to do um, and so it's not totally as passive as buying something that is in a metro area in an office space where someone else is taking care of it and you're just paying the the outgoings or the tenants paying the outgoings so that's
that's a major difference. And of course, if you're buying a strata metro property, one of the big things you're going to be getting is you're getting a you're getting back end, you're getting back end capital growth, way more than you would a regional freestanding property, just, just because of the location of it. So while in a metro office space or strata property, whether it's warehouse or retail, you're going to get less cash flow because your return, your cash flow return is going to be less at the front end, you will get more back end capital growth. So you've got to balance out and realize perhaps your capital growth at the back end way outlines the capital growth, then way out the, um, the cash flow at the front end and that makes it worthwhile. The front end might just be break even or a little bit more and that means you can hold the property without any worry but ultimately it is the capital growth of the back end that makes it for you, that makes the deal. So you've got to look out three or five years into the future. Whereas if you're buying a freestanding building, what you're looking at is the property itself. What's it give you cash flow day one? Because you don't want to be banking on capital growth. They will be but it's much, much slower. It's more like a five-year projection. It's more like you need to be able to hold it into the long term so all you're looking at firstly how much is that property putting cash in my pocket and if cash is most important this is the route for you you want something that's cash flow generating so you're in regional you're looking at a freestanding property that's going to give you a high return cash flow return you forgo the the capital growth for the moment but you're looking at cash flow if you're looking at something that you want capital growth in the you know short period of time, so two, three years, um, then you're foregoing a little bit of cash flow at the front end, but you're looking at the, the cash, the capital growth in the back end. So that's really what happens when you're looking at a strata property versus a freestanding. You really have to weigh up the pros and cons and work out what really suits you. My idea and my suggestion for when you get started in commercial and trying to make a decision is to get a strata property about a million dollars, look at the type of tenant, look at the type of lease, look at the type returns look at um take a average of what you would get in terms of a loan from the bank so let's say the loan amounts at four percent four percent of a million dollar loan is forty thousand dollars a year so you can take that and work out your cash flow position by comparing a freestanding regional property with a metro strata property so say that the metro strata property is generating a six percent yield that's sixty thousand dollars a year. If you're paying the bank forty thousand, you're getting twenty thousand dollars in cash flow at the back at the front end of that. So you're getting that every year in that property. A freestanding commercial property in regional might give you eight and a half percent. So it might be eighty-five thousand dollars. Now you're paying the bank forty thousand, so you're getting forty-five thousand dollars out of that property a year. So that's doubled and more than the income you would get from a metro property and that's usually some of the metrics that's there um, and you're doubling that so you've got to realize that where you want do you want the 45,000 is that more important to you or is it the 20,000 because at the back end there is a back end component of it and the back end component is that this regional property may only grow a couple of percent per year in terms of capital growth. So you're in a million dollars next year, it's gone up by $20,000 in the value of the property. Whereas the the metro property may go up by five or eight percent even a year. So the property's potentially gone from a million to a million and fifty thousand or a million and sixty, seventy or eighty thousand a year. So this property, the the regional freestanding property is giving you $45,000 in cash flow per year 
but it's only giving you $20,000 in capital growth on the back end. So you've got to work out if that's a good enough equation for you to do the deal. Now, when you look at the Metro Strata property, it might be giving you $20,000 at the front end, but it might be giving you $50,000 or $60,000 at the back end in terms of growth. But just also remember, growth and capital growth, equity, all of that is in it's also fictional in one sense in the sense that if you don't have cash flow if you don't have serviceability you're not able to tap into it so it's not something that would allow you to pay for a holiday it will not allow you to pay for your school fees or renovations or for for allow you to buy a house what it will do is it will accumulate in the background until such time as you may need it um, and that your servicing your cash flow actually matches it and your bank allows you to draw down on it so please look at it as not something you can spend straight away but more like a bank account that you're accumulating so when you first start out please have a look at the two scenarios get a million dollar property compare them work out your cash flow position work out your growth position work out which is more important to you ask yourself do i want cash flow over growth uh do i want something that is a strata property in metro or do i want a regional freestanding property because those property behave totally differently and they're different strategies they suit different type of people and ultimately when you buy that property you've got to be able to sleep at night so sit down work through your numbers help you get focused on what you're looking for if you're looking for someone to give you a bit more guidance help you through the process then um you know go to helentarrant.com send me a contact or go to helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au send me or send me an email on that um and i've got a free ebook that you can download which will give you some uh information about the journey and the process and so i and I can also get on a call with you and help you through that journey as well to look at exactly what you're looking for. So don't forget, if you like this video, subscribe, uh, hit the bell, give me some ideas of what you want to know next. And I look forward to seeing you at the next episode. Bye for now. You've been listening to Commercial Property Cashflow Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss any of my valuable tips and strategies. Now, if you're wanting more detailed education and training, I have a free webinar you can attend. Just click on the link in the show notes and it will take you there. And if you're ready to invest in commercial property with guided assistance and you want to talk to us, book into your free consultation. Find out more about it on helentarrant.com. I can't wait to share with you more of my tips and strategies in upcoming episodes. So really make sure you subscribe. This is Helen Tarrant signing off. See you on the Ned podcast.